Genre. Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my god, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my god, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, for the final time, to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the movie Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria Laguna. And today, today we're talking about the final minute of our movie, minute 144. It starts with goody two-shoes Harry. (laughs) And it ends with Hagrid walking off into the distance. Um, yeah, so, so yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, uh, Hagrid told Harry to threaten Dudley. Yes, if, uh, he's, if, he, if he goes back to his bullying ways, just, uh, just, just threaten, threaten him. him. Just threaten him. He doesn't know you're not allowed to use magic. Yeah, but so Harry says, like, but you know I'm not allowed to use magic outside of school. He goes, but he don't, do but he, we? But he don't. No. Yeah, exactly. No. See, but, like, eventually, like, it's like the, 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 the Dursleys know. Well, they find out next year. Yeah. 
Oh. And, then, and then they're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you are not using that sad old excuse. Right. No, so 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 we were just talking about this yesterday. I just mentioned <laughs> that, like, in the next book, he he does threaten Dudley with magic. Mm-hmm. And then when, when Dobby shows up and uses magic, immediately a letter shows up. It's like, you are in trouble for using magic outside of school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. a howler, but it's like kind of a howler. It's, it sets up the howler that's it's gonna not come at later. Ma- it's not mad at you. It's, it's just not- really disappointed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of myself for that one. Oh, actually, actually, that doesn't happen until. Oh man, is that in the fifth one, where she sh- where that that letter shows what? up that talks the letter that's just like you've been expelled from. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and then it, like... Yeah, that's definitely not the next movie. That's, uh... I thought that... Oh, yeah, you're right, because the next movie, they just lock him in them. Doesn't something show up in the book, then? You think that, like... Like, I thought that something about the trace and and Harry using magic, but it was actually Dobby that used the magic. Like, I think that there was, like, an element of that. I remember him having to go to the Ministry of Magic. That's in the fifth one. Oh, see. Uh, They're similar beginnings. Similar, similar. They both things. involve Harry using magic outside of school when it's not because, actually because he doesn't know how to follow the rules. No, no, he doesn't. That's <laughs> why in, I shared that meme. It's like Harry movie, messed it up. But the third movie also starts with him using magic outside of school. See what? See what I'm saying, people? See what I'm saying? He's 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 not good. And in Goblet he, of Fire, how to follow in the Goblet rules. of Fire, it's his wand that produces the the dark mark in the sky. Mm-hmm, Again, magic outside of school, and he's not supposed to do it. See, I'm telling you. Goblet of Fire. Yeah, he's not like his Where dad Where does Half-Blood Prince start? Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's bad. It's gotta it's, be. I don't it's remember. It's always like, either way, Harry doesn't know how to follow the rules. No. See? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Harry's a bad, so, he's a bad seed. You know? <laughs> hmm. A little bit more like his father than, than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I don't strut. And my dad doesn't strut. Oh, your dad most definitely did. And neither do I. And uh, you kind of do, all right? <laughs> so calm the hell down. That's later. It's <laughs> like, calm down, boy. Uh, he's, he's, no. That's in the third movie, right? You can't even tell me that later on he doesn't get a little smug. It's like, mm. I am the chosen one. Yeah, see? He gets, she uh, smacks him with a book. It's just like, shut up. God. You hear yourself. <laughs> oh, but look, he's so he's so he's so he's still innocent he's here. So, he's so bright eyed. He's so bright eyed and innocent. Uh, I love it. Until uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not allowed to do magic. You know that. But your cousin don't do he? I like that he winks. Winky, Can you wink? Wink, wink. Can you wink? Huh? not really Hermione's like it feels strange to go home doesn't it and he's like not really I think that means a lot coming from Hermione like because it would be strange going home because she's going back to the muggle world yeah definitely like so is Harry but yeah but I don't know yeah I think it's different for her yeah and totally different than what Ron's because Ron goes home to magic like he might not be using it but he's still surrounded by it he lives in it yeah, he sees it every day. It's part of his life. The dishes are being done by magic. I want, I want like that Bane speech. 
for, oh my about God. darkness, but instead it's it's Ron talking about magic. It's born <laughs> in it, molded by it. <laughs> I didn't see the Muggle world until I was a man. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> but, but with that accent still? I, I guess. Still still Ron's accent? Sure. Trying to yes, but it's gotta come out of that. But it's gotta like, come, it's out gotta of come that filtered thing. through the thing. Yeah. Aw. I can't do voices. I know, it's like, I can't do voices. We've established this. No. Um, more more Bucktooth Hermione. I know, look at that. Her mouth looks a little puffy. It does look a little puffy. And like it kind of it kind of takes away from her voice. Like it it does sort of muffle her a little bit. I don't know if I like it. I'm glad that uh I'm glad they decided not to go with it. So um Harry says, "I'm not going home, not really," which I like. And Hagrid waves goodbye. And they all get on the train and the music swells and 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 and, and this is oh, it. Yeah. This is it. They wave to each other goodbye. Wave bye. He's like leaning out the window. I like that he's waving to all the other kids on the train too, though. Like it's not just Harry, uh, which I like. Kids. We pull back and we get this shot. You see ha- uh, Hogsmeade Station and you see the train pulling away and, and, and Hogwarts Castle in the distance while Hagrid walks away. And, uh, and yeah, we spill a little bit into minute 145, only about five seconds as we fade to black. With Hagrid just... And the movie's over. Going back to Hogwarts. Maybe he's not going back to Hogwarts right away. No, he's going to the... He's, he's going not, to, uh... He'll get a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cry. He, he's gonna, he's gonna go to the three broomsticks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss the little guy. And he's gonna hang, hang out with Madame Rose Murda. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, drown some guy. sorrows. Yeah. Maybe, may, do, do you think he played, like, he didn't, he didn't win, did he win the dragon egg in, like, a game of cards or something? Yeah, that's what he said. So he plays cards. What kind of cards do you think he plays? I assume if you're, if do you you're winning poker? something, it's gotta be, like, something gambling, it's like some wizarding form of poker. I like it. Do you think, I don't think Hagrid's got much of a poker face. I would think he'd be terrible at Quirrell poker. let him win. No, exactly, because the whole point was to have him win so he could get the egg. He could get information. No, so he can get, get information, information about, right. about Fluffy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he goes Maybe he goes to the Hogshead and talks to Aberforth for a bit. Do you think he and Aberforth talk to each other? Or are buddy buddies? I don't, I don't know. think they'd be buddy. I don't think anyone's buddy buddies with Aberforth. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you got a point. Uh, when we see the Hogshead in Order of the Phoenix, it's before the book came. I think it's before the seventh book came out, and we knew about Aberforth mm-hmm. because the guy that's the owner, the 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 barman at the Hogshead, is like the Irishest stereotype. Like, yeah, oh like god, the, he looks terrible. The, the really short brown shorts with the like overall straps, like the what what are the, so like suspender straps and like a white t-shirt and he's just kind of heavy set guy and he's got the hair that sticks out and the long pointy white beard and it's just dude. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? What's what 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 is this? For some reason, uh, the guy that does play Aberforth in the last movie always always when he's talking, he makes me think of um um, Christian Bale. Oh. Because he, like, purses his lips in a certain way, and he kind of, like, uh, Hagrid gave you a mission, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, nice, easy one. Like, he's got, like, he's got just, like, a very, mm, I don't know. I don't know. 
and it it always makes me think of like it always makes me think of Christian Bale in a weird way. How funny. Yeah, I don't know why. We'll talk about that in like eight right. years. Christian Bale. Sierran Hines is the guy's name. And uh he was also in Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh, I never saw that. Me neither. I kinda wanted to. It looked interesting. Oh, I, why am I saying me neither? I totally saw it, but it was very complicated, and I would love to see it again because I couldn't tell you what happened. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those. You gotta see it There's twice a lot to of people in that movie. The whole thing. It is very complicated. Yeah. I feel... I know a few movies that are just kind of like, you gotta watch it at least twice just so you can like gather every all the information mm-hmm. in your head mm-hmm. and realize what you're watching. Yeah. Whereas there's other movies where you see it once, and you're just like, whoa. Yeah, you're just like, whoa. I don't know if I can watch that again. Yeah, he was like, ah, once is enough. All right. Not that it wasn't good, just, you know. So we should we should talk about... We're done. We're done. The is movie's it? over. We're looking at black screen right we now. We are looking at a black screen wow. right now. Yeah. That's it. So he has to wait, like, how many months before going back? I don't know what month it is. June? I'm assuming it's June. And what, they start school in, like... September. September. So that's not few months he has to worry about being there. At least he has a room now. Yeah, do they give it to him as soon as he gets back? Uh, they must. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet you, like, may- maybe there was some kind of correspondence there. Because they were already uncomfortable with the fact that the letter was addressed to his cover under the stairs. That's true. So maybe it was just a thing. It was just like because uh, in the I mean we know in the book it happens right away. It's like the, it's like at this point think about what Vern is going through. Happened. He's like, look, all right, obviously they can find us no matter where we are. Yeah, look what they did to my son. We should we We're should um, just just we should treat just, him a little. Just better. give the kid a room. Like, give the kid a bedroom. Give the kid a room. We'll put just, bars on his whatever. Windows. That's not until he doesn't. Not like- even right away. Right? Doesn't he put in the bars because something happens? Uh, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. It's because the it's cake Hagrid, dropped on that lady's ha- head. Hagrid, uh, was it? Poor Hedwig is uh, in that room and causing a little <gasps> bit of a fuss. Poor, poor Hedwig just trapped in her cage. In that cage all the time. That it's sucks. an owl that wants to go fly and hunt. Yeah, he should be like... Oh, well, it's because Vernon doesn't want him sending letters to his strange friends. Yeah. I, I would think he'd be worried, like, no, it's going to look weird with an owl, like, coming in and out of the house through your window. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably Petunia's worry. Right? It's just like, man, what would the neighbors think? Exactly. <laughs> He's all upset, because he goes, I haven't got any letters. No. He's like, well, you'll, you'll know why. You'll know why. Because Dobby. <sighs> I'm so excited for the next movie. How do you feel? <laughs> now that we're done, do you, do you feel like this movie, I think we're going to talk about it, um... Okay, okay, first of all, guys, those of you listening, um, coming up in the next couple of weeks, like, we're, we're, we're wrapping this up this week. Like, tomorrow we're going to do the credits extravaganza, we already mentioned that. Um, but Victoria and I are planning on doing a commentary track. And uh, I think, Victoria, I'm going to ask you about this, we'll talk about it quite a bit during the commentary track, but now that we're done, do you feel, as a whole, that this movie could stand on its own? Uh, I believe you did ask me that already. I think we talked about it on the Quibbler a couple weeks ago. Like, you can watch it by itself and then not watch any of the others. I mean, we've met people like that. And be fine. We've had hosts that only saw, or guests that only saw one. That's true. I mean, I suppose if you liked it enough 
but not enough to like you don't care about care like, about Voldemort surviving more of them then or weren't like you know don't really realize that that's what's going on i, I don't want to diminish anyone's intelligence but I, sure. I mean i'm pretty sure there's people out there who don't even realize like that was that it's going to develop that could develop into anything and maybe they just weren't into it enough that they saw the first one and like oh that was good for what it was i don't but I don't i'm not care in, but i don't care to see more yeah because the because the thought is i guess that like so next year, Harry's just going to go back to school and there's going to be more antics and Voldemort's going to show up and Harry will save it's, the day. It's, and... it's, it's rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah. That's every year. I think that that's with, definitely what this sets up. With, and after the, the second one, that is kind of, of how away. it feels. Yeah. Um, the third movie changes everything and then the fourth movie changes it again. Yeah. Um. Well, the story, Goblet of the events of Goblet of Fire change it, but the movie's not. We'll talk about that when we get there. There's a lot of movies. There's like things kind of thrown in the works that are, you know, different here and there, but for the most part, it's the same like yeah. formula. But at the same time, like if you did enjoy it, you're intelligent. You're intelligent enough to. Or you have all these questions after you're done watching it, then like, you are oh, going like, to want to oh, see hey, the rest of them. Oh, hey, there is another movie. Let's let let's see what happens. I mean, it just it just depends on the individual person. But I suppose like if you if you didn't want to watch the rest of them, you know, yeah. it would work enough. That's true. I like that once we get through Goblet of Fire, this series actually has like a direction. Right. It definitely actually, takes that turn after after Prisoner of Azkaban. I think Prisoner of Azkaban is the moment that sets up like you could say that Voldemort returning is the big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. But. I guess Wormtail returning is a big deal. Because it's the start. It's the impetus of all of it. Yeah. Whereas, like, the stuff that happens in the next movie is It's kind of really like the first important. uncovered lie yeah. of, like, what happened that it's night. It's the first, like, unspooling of the mystery. Yeah. Of that night. We're going to start seeing a progression towards Voldemort's return, and there's a real drive to stop him. Right? Yeah. This was just the test. Yeah. This was this was the tutorial level <laughs> of the video game. Um and now that we've found out that Harry has magic hands that melt people that are possessed by Voldemort, um he can go and and touch all the death eaters and make them dissolve. No. That would be crazy. <laughs> he he shakes Lucius right, Malfoy's hands and Malfoy dissolves work? because they're not possessed. Yeah, I know. They're not like it's because of the Voldemort. Yeah. If only he could touch Lucia, Lucia, and he just dissolves. <laughs> it's like there you go, Draco. You don't got a dad. Oh, oh. You don't got to be bullied anymore by your dad. Draco, no. It would. You have to wait until later. Like if if Harry did that, if the next movie when they met in Flourish and Blots, like <laughs> Lucius Malfoy disintegrated, <laughs> uh, a la Quirrell. I think that I think that Draco would kill Harry. Like he'd be super upset, be like, "Nah, you killed my father." Like, yeah, my name is Draco Malfoy. You <laughs> killed my father. Prepare to Prepare die. Prepare to die. <laughs> um, which would be fun. That'd be an interesting take. I don't know. 
we don't get like the next movie that we get to what for for Chamber of Secrets that's uh Gilderoy mm-hmm. Lockhart correct so we get a couple more creatures within the Defense Against the Dark we Arts do. class which I think is nice we get pixies um, we get pixies uh, Coral only had an iguana so <laughs> maybe it was but a it magic like roared. iguana yeah it's a magic iguana uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think iguanas make that sound. No. <laughs> and then, uh, what is it in uh, in Lupin? We get Bogart. There's that. There's that uh, theory I think that Bogart. 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 Okay, whatever. That uh, Malfoy's Bogart is his father. <coughs> and that's interesting. I fi- yeah, I find that fascinating, and I think it makes a whole lot of a sense. If uh oh if, sure, if you told me that Lucius was was abusive towards his son, I wouldn't. Bad and I, like, yeah, that yeah, makes sense to me. Emotionally abusive. Mean, I don't think. Yeah, no, not physically that. abusive. Emotionally, verbally. Yeah. Like, I bet you he is definitely very much like on Malfoy to be the best. Like, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to be, you know, so much pressure and everything else because he's his only kid. Yeah. And he's his son, and I know there's a lot of weight on, you know, male Being lineage and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, yeah. And he's from a very proud and noble, oh, yeah. pure blood family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, that is very fascinating to me because I can, I can see how that would be. Because hmm. notice, he, uh, I believe in that same scene when I was watching it, he makes sure that he's at the end of the line. Like, he's, like, literally making making sure that he's, like, real back there. Because he kind of doesn't want to go in front of it. Because then people would know. Oh, 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 yeah. Like, he, uh, that'd be kind of embarrassing, kind of, to, like, step in front of Well, Neville that. goes up and his, he's afraid of Snape. <laughs> Snape is very intimidating. Yeah. I suppose. Uh, but at the same but time, I think Neville, I think that's kind of, like, a really weak Deepest thing to fear. be afraid. Yeah, right? I'm like, Really? Like, to me, it would have made much more sense if he said his deepest fear was, would be his grandmother, because his, his grandmother but seems very abusive as well. To defeat the Bogart, he makes her look like his grandmother's clothes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Snape, which makes me so delighted that Alan Rickman would have had to have worn those clothes we'll to talk film about that it. scene. That's in two years. So, I'm, <laughs> it's so funny. We'll get to I it. I like that scene a lot. No, Gil- we get to deal with Gilderoy Lockhart. Yes. And have, oh, my God. This and Parcel guy. Tongue. And Parcel Tongue. Dueling Club. And Dueling Club. Oh my god, that Dueling Club scene is like... It's really good. A great scene. It's really good. Good Snape right there. Moaning Myrtle. Polyjuice Potion. Moaning Myrtle freaks Ricky out because of how much she apparently looks like his mother when his mother was that age. Oh. Because he's seen pictures of her. What age? Like, how old? Like 12, 13? Yeah, like like because she looks like a like, child, you know, like he when he he he's the seen pictures. Is like yeah, an adult. She's an adult, but she's supposed to look like a kid. And he's seen that same actress when she was in that episode of uh, Doctor Who, literally the worst one, literally the worst one. And that's the only episode he's ever seen. So I, I I'm I, it's like I'm never gonna get him to watch Doctor Who because no, no, that's his not. only introduction to it. He's like, what? Like no. Uh, but when he came in and I was watching that episode and he saw like the face in the in the cement slab. He kind of like right away. He was all like, "Okay, like why is my mother in an episode of Doctor <laughs> Who?" And he's like, "She looks so much like my mom." And he's shown me pictures uh, that he has uh, that that was in his grandmother's house. We went to go visit his grandmother of his mother when she was really young, and yeah, it looks a lot like 
that actress. So he always, nice. every time he sees her, he's like, no, it just looks like my mom. He's like, it freaks me out. That's crazy. Because she's, his mom is from uh, Wales. Yeah. Or what well, was from Wales. but so Maybe they're related. Yeah. Oh, God. That would be so weird. Well, she never knew her dad. Huh. So who knows what her lineage is. Yeah, interesting. On her father's side. So you never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I think. I, I like that trick, though. Victoria. Oh, uh, Gary. I think this is it. <laughs> I know. It's it's weird. It is I weird. don't know. I'm I'm at a loss as to what to do or say or what's what's going on. Um it's over. It's it's over. It's all over. Tomorrow's the credits extravaganza. Mm-hmm. I'm talking it up, you guys. I think it's gonna be a long one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's for Ferris <laughs> What are we doing? No. We're uh, too early. We are too early. So, guys, I guess we should mention that. Um, we've we talked about it a little bit in the past, but um, this show might be wrapping up. Well, no, it's definitely wrapping up. This is it. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Um, but coming very, very soon. Um, coming in one, two, about three weeks. In about three weeks. Two and a half weeks, something like that. I could be, I don't remember. My, my math could be wrong. Coming on the 19th of June, let's say that. Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, which is the, the, um, the fan podcast where Victoria and I discuss Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. We can't say one magical minute at a time. No. We're going to say one... Oh. That's for... We can, we can worry about that later. Antic-filled... We'll talk about it. I don't know. Maybe it'll All be right. different every minute. Oh, there you go. We can start that. I don't know. We'll see. So so that's coming. So if you if you like Victoria and I, and you also happen to be a fan of the John Hughes 80s classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, come find us over there. We're also on DuelingGenre.com or FerrisBuellerMinute.com, so you'll be able to follow the show. Um, I'm going to set up a Facebook and a Twitter um, I don't think we're going to have a listener group the same way Harry Potter Minute does. I haven't decided yet. Um, if enough of you reach out and, and suggest that we do that, we'll probably try and figure that out. Um, but be on the lookout for that. Um, of course, if you like our format, you should go to moviesbyminutes.com and... Uh, Check out all the other wonderful shows, Star Wars Minute, Indiana Jones Minute, Mogwai, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings. The list goes on and on. on I could, I could do on. this for, for hours. Um, I know I'm forgetting some of my I Fifth feel, Element. If you have a favorite Jurassic movie, Park I feel minute, like you could probably find it. Ghostbusters Minute, The Burbs Minute, Pirates of the Caribbean Minute, Spinal Tap Minute. <laughs> uh, um, and so on Jesus. and yeah, so Yeah, I could forth. just keep doing that. Oh Princess Bride Minute, Beetlejuice yeah. Minute, um, Mystic Pizza Minute. It's coming up. Return to Oz is coming Return up. Return to Oz. The never ending minute. Coming up, yep. Um, yep. Spider Man minute. How did I forget Spider Man? To- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle minute's going to be happening. Um, someone's doing a Marvel Cinematic minute. There's a Toy Story minute coming. Like, just all these great, amazing shows, you guys. So go go check out Movies by There's got to be one for you. Right? There's got to be one for you. Um, we will be back, of course, tomorrow for the credits extravaganza, as I've said before, but we will be back with season two of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's... No. Why am I saying... With Harry no. Potter and the Minute of Secrets. And the Chamber of Minutes? I think Minute of Secrets sounds better. Eh. 
Okay, whatever. We'll be back with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets <laughs> next uh, November. Not next year. This coming next November. November, this November, November of 2017. Um, I think I planned it so that it'll will be wrapped on Ferris Bueller by the time that starts. Yes, that'd be preferable. So if you want to keep <laughs> listening to us, check out Ferris Bueller Minute. If you want more Harry Potter content, please come show your support on Patreon. Um, we've been able to get new mics, and we've been able to start planning some merch stuff, and, and we're going to keep the show going every week of the hiatus. So you'll be able to listen to us as we go through the contents of the book. If you... If you download or if you subscribe you'll get access to our backlist we've done like 23 episodes of the quibbler by now i i'm fairly certain i'm counting that right uh, we've also done a handful of another show called i nerd that where we talk about things that we're watching and reading and consuming just like media that one is a very spoiler heavy show so if you listen to that be forewarned um and and that's it that's it Mischief managed. So finalized. I know. Mischief managed.